Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of karmictools.com and this is your 2021 special alignments audio that is a complement to the 2021 overview audio and video. So they go together, doesn't really matter which order you listen to them in, but the overview is just the general energies for the year, whereas the special alignments are the activations that are happening. So this update covers those special alignments. Each and every year has its own flavor and specific activations to deal with or navigate. And because I cover Venus on a monthly basis, I've only included Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn transits. For our purposes here, I will go over them in the order they happen, and then I will synthesize them all at the end. That said, even though the special initiation with the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction on December solstice has already happened, it really is the kickoff to our 2021 year. Also on the 2021 overview, I already covered Jupiter and Saturn moving into Aquarius. So here I cover how they interact with others this year while in Aquarius. So we're going to start with solstice because it really kicks off our 2021, even though it happened on December 21st of 2020. This is a potent initiation of a new truth and purpose for everyone. And because of it being at zero Aquarius, it really is a reset that is available for everyone. It is a time for all life, especially humanity, to rise into a new evolutionary truth and story that we can be responsible for and sustain in our physical reality here on this planet, this lifetime. This is a 20-year cycle that asks us to follow our truth and purpose and revise it as we go. A really deep sidebar is that the U.S. Constitution was originally designed to be revised every 20 years. Just imagine what kind of society we would have if that had happened. But we can't go back, so looking forward and recognizing the value of upgrading your life contracts, especially the long-term ones, every 20 years in a very special way that asks you to initiate on faith that all you've learned over the last 12 to 20 years will support and protect you as you embark on a new journey, which begins with 2021. These two get together like this every 20 years, but it has been centuries since it happened in Aquarius. So it is very special for anyone with Leo Aquarius or Taurus Scorpio to consciously co-create with. It last happened in Taurus in 2000 and before that in Libra in 1980-81. That's both Venus-ruled signs suggesting we've been getting our education on the value and worth of the sacred feminine in all its forms, starting with Mother Earth, our source of all. This activation is so good to break the chains of the past or anything that has historically held you back. Often, whatever life structures that you have relied upon begin to crumble, forcing you into a new job, new location, or new living situation of some kind. It can be disruptive, but Jupiter is a benefactor that always brings blessings. So eventually, things will work out for the best. Right now, you have to be authentic, trust your instincts, and be more forward-thinking as you cultivate a new story and new reality that reflects how you have evolved over the last 20 years. Now, Mars is going to be active this year, like any other year, but in new and different departments, bringing energy first to the Taurus department on January 6th. That last happened on February 14th of 2019, two years ago. This is extra special because it has just had its extended stay in Aries so whoever it touches first is always revealing. All kinds of magic had to line up for it to touch Saturn in Aquarius once in 30 years. Mars is going to touch Uranus and Taurus three times 
in 84 years and Jupiter in Aquarius once in 12 years. So I can't even do that math. After any planet goes retrograde, it is useful to look at its first activations following the retro because they are always indicative of whatever changes or validates whatever turnarounds you've just gone through. So on January 13th, Mars hits Saturn first, and they have both just entered new territory. And the challenge here is to channel that Mars energy that is itching to create something beautiful, valuable, and long-lasting into a Saturn structure or purpose that will serve, support, and protect more than just you, like the community or humanity. So Mars, which represents energy and passion, squaring off with Saturn, restrictions and responsibility. Again, it does this often in its cycle, but not in these signs, Taurus to Aquarius. So it's going to be between those houses, those areas of life that are having to grow out of comfort zone into new territory. This is the energy of action being restricted and the anger or frustration that follows. You can either be angry and feel restricted, limited, and unable to move, or you can see this energy as an opportunity to define the right actions to take and strategically plan to take them when the universe is more supportive. This energy requires us to slow down and double check the plan. If you proceed consciously, your plan has a better chance of success than if you were reckless and impatient. You may experience a blockage of some sort, internal or external. You may feel this tremendous urge to change or move forward in your life, but seem to find blockages and limitations with every effort. That is likely your perception. Do you feel inadequate to the task at hand? What are you afraid of? Fear is false evidence appearing real. Release fear and choose to be responsible for creating your life. If you don't, your outer circumstance only becomes a reflection of your inner belief. You will attract criticism and repel support. Take your grand vision and figure out three small steps you can take on this restricted level that is still taking you in the direction of your goal. Don't try to initiate at this time. This is a time for cultivating, planning, working behind the scenes, doing the detail work or foundational work, which is often known as the grunt work, that is necessary to support the grand vision when the time comes to fully express it, okay? So let me just say out the gate for 2021, we're not gonna get to hit the ground running doing everything we wanna do to change our lives in the first quarter. The first quarter is gonna move very slowly in that we are shifting gears from a different energy and vibration to a new one. And we have to finish up the last year and close some things out. So where we feel inadequate or afraid, that Saturn, again, just sort of slowing down the action. And because Mars is in Taurus, I'm going to suggest that you choose actions that make you feel more secure and comfortable, whatever that takes. Well, how has that changed, especially post-2020? That happens on the 13th of January. On the 17th of January... Jupiter in Aquarius is going to square off with Uranus in Taurus once, whereas Saturn in Aquarius is going to square off with Uranus three times over. So I wanted to put this on the table because this is our one and only opportunity to work through this growth moment between the faith and belief planet and the awakening and liberation planet. So we can't block our blessing by holding on to an old narrative that will not work going forward. We have to change our stories. And in that respect, 
we have to think outside the box and activate our imaginations and tap deep, 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 deep inside for our unique essence and bring it on up. This is when we need it the most. So Jupiter is expansion and Uranus is liberation. Coming together, that can shock the system, no doubt. And this activation will push you out of comfort zone, whether your life is changing for the better or worse. Like either way, we've outgrown our containers and it's a little uncomfortable. We've outgrown our stories. It's a little awkward, but it's all good. It's all natural. It's time to gather all the knowledge and earned wisdom of the last three to 12 years and apply it to see what works and what doesn't. Experiment with new ideas. Expand on anything solid and explore new realms of possibility on every level, meaning physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental. That said, the hallmarks of this activation initially are impatience, restlessness, and opposition from those who were once supportive. When you change, the people around you have to change or go away, if only temporarily to evolve on their own. So you know what I say all the time, when you change, everything around you has to change or go away. So when Uranus starts cracking you open, it does rattle cages of those people closest to you. So it's good if you can communicate really openly, like I'm in my own process or I'm in a transformational process or something that lets them know it's not personal, but you have to do this. And it also can't be stopped or avoided. It's not healthy anyway to do that. And basically, if you have already postponed major decisions, this could be the universe cracking the whip, as it were, when change becomes your only option and stepping into the unknown is the only open pathway you can find. Generally, when Uranus is involved, there is a sudden awakening. The human challenge is that once the crisis is passed or the initial shock has worn off, people tend to fall back asleep. The key is to use the square to help do some of the heavy lifting for you. Since change is being facilitated regardless, through varying degrees of friction and discomfort, whatever you want to change, add it to the energetic mix of now and recognize what used to be true is no longer true. Or, conversely, what was not true in recent or long past is suddenly true now. While this energy can feel very much like you just picked the Wheel of Fortune card in the Tarot, it doesn't have to be a negative thing necessarily, but an opportunity to shed the skin of an old belief so that a new you can emerge. So that's Jupiter to Uranus, one shot at basically releasing any kind of rigidity or dogmatic thinking or beliefs that are holding you back. They're, they're keeping you small. Break free of that. That's what this one's all about. That's the 17th. And then on the 20th, Mars, we're back to Mars now, conjuncts Uranus. So this initiates a whole new two-year cycle of liberation with Uranus, which it does every two years. But what changes is the sign, energy, and lesson. While Uranus was in Aries 2011 to 2019, Mars got to reset five times over. And now we will only get three opportunities to reset in Taurus. So on one hand, it won't be as intense in some ways, but on the other hand, it is a precious and magical trinity to consciously co-create with, especially if you are looking to create more freedom in your physical body. So January 20th, Mars initiates a new two-year cycle with Uranus. This is passion and purpose coming together with freedom and liberation and amplifying each other's power in Taurus. 
in the department of life that Taurus represents for you. This energy can be a volatile mix, but it can also be directed constructively. When these two get together, it can provoke you to be completely intolerant of restrictions and gives you an undeniable urge to break free in some way, shape, or form. It's time to do things in a completely new way. Uranus is the awakener, and Mars rules who you are and what you want on one level, and your inner sacred masculine on another level. That's the part of you that gets your ideas out there, holds your boundaries, and negotiates on your own behalf. This is a break to realign moment, but in an initiatory way, rather than a growth moment. It's time to start a new path, passion, or purpose that is born from within. This is a brand spanking new beginning for you personally, and one that may even surprise you, let alone those around you, so stay alert. If you have a solid sense of self and are clear about your deepest desires, then this energy is just what you need to finally and permanently break old limiting patterns of behavior which no longer suit who you have become. You will have considerable energy, so you should direct it consciously or into a project of your own making, something you created, something truly unique, and that will ultimately reflect the truth of who and what you are. At its worst, it is a violent, thrashing, reactionary, and indiscriminate destructiveness, okay? Mars getting together with Uranus. Deep breath. Want to channel that properly. So that's the shadow of it, is just being suddenly triggered, right? In Taurus, it's our personal security, food, sex, and money, the things that really mean the most to us. That's a lot, but we're also in an initiation there. So let's initiate some kind of new direction with that. Then on the 23rd of January, so far we're only in January. This is what's so funny. January 23rd, Mars hits Jupiter. So first Saturn gets us serious about something. Then a Uranus, new awakening, leads to a challenge in our belief system. This is deep how it works. So Mars hits Jupiter, who has also just entered new territory. But now the challenge comes on the heels of Saturn asking us to get real and commit. Then Uranus asking us to do it in a new and liberating way rather than the old patriarchal dominant way. But if we are to do that, Jupiter challenges our imaginations to think outside the box and not revert to knee-jerk reactions or same old, same old ineffective responses. We have to expand our vision of who we are and what we want and then define some new terms across the board. Once we are clear about our own purpose, what we are serious about and committed to, then we know how much freedom we have or need. And as we make those two connections, we are forced out of our old limiting narrative and pushed by Jupiter to educate ourselves on how miraculous and regenerative the human body actually is. And imagine if you could live a different day-to-day existence than perhaps you were led to believe growing up. You know, that's the expansion that Jupiter can allow if we change our desires or how we go about getting them you know, met, right? So when Mars, passion and desire, squares off with Jupiter, enthusiasm and excess, it can be expressed one of two ways. You can overextend yourself and your resources being overly optimistic without actually doing any planning or work, relying on luck alone. And unfortunately, this expression will basically make you pay double in more ways than one down the road. The better way to express this energy is to think of what you're doing today that can benefit you in the future. You have access to foresight, 
So use it to foresee what your ultimate goal is and what steps you can take today to make that happen. Focus on what can be rather than what is right now. You also have access to increased energy and desire to push your own limits, consciously or not, which can be useful, but not if you overdo it. Then you defeat the whole purpose. Calculated risk is okay. Impulsive reactions, not so much. This is also the energy of when things are good, they are very good, but when they are bad, they are terrible. So keep it positive, stay focused, and balance your input with your output, mentally, emotionally, and physically, okay? All of that is in January. The only other activation I want to talk to you about happens in February, June, and December, and that's Saturn squaring off with Uranus. These are all our special alignments for the new year. So Saturn, which is all about structure and and traditional, squares off with Uranus, which is all about freedom and being futuristic. All right, y'all, let's breathe through this one. This is happening February 17th, June 14th, when Saturn retrogrades. And once it goes direct, the third and final time will be Christmas Eve of 2021, which is December 24th. So this is potentially useful and yet a really challenging activation to have to deal with on the heels of 2020, because this is the literal fight between the old and the new, a struggle between the earthly reality of the 99% and the airy idea of freedom as defined by the 1%. So this year, that will be the ongoing theme. Those who want to impose authority on you and disconnect you from your own inner authority and those who cannot do rigid oppression, and so we end up fighting for individual freedom. The solution is somewhere in the middle. We need to ask ourselves how we can live a healthy way in this new age. This energy has its own socio-political aspects, but on an individual level, it will hit anywhere you have grown stagnant, stuck, or otherwise no longer growing in your day-to-day existence. Think of a plant whose roots have outgrown the pot. Everything feels cramped. New growth is harder and expansion is impossible. In order to continue healthy growth, it needs a new container. That is all 2020 showed us, how ineffective our personal containers really are and how flimsy our hold on our own precious resources can be if we are distracted by worldly chaos we cannot fix or change unless we address our own personal problems first. This is the energy that provokes you to get a little more serious about running your own life so you don't have to be subjected to the rules or restrictions of someone else's container. Okay, this is being self-sovereign and organized and responsible so that nobody wants to impose any authority on you. Saturn wants to strengthen and fortify, help you with boundaries, responsibilities, commitments, and ultimately your purpose. For those who do not do well with all of that, or do not know their purpose, this energy is frightening at best and devastating at worst. If you are one of them, then this is where you start. What have you neglected the longest in your life or in the last seven years alone? Start there. This energy teaches that change is good because you have outgrown your current container, routine, or structure. It will point out all the ways your old ways no longer serve or support you. Any relationships or partnerships that are oppressive in any way are likely to break suddenly under this influence. And I've already heard umpteen reports of this. And that includes bosses and public connections that are too rigid, like suddenly quitting or getting fired. 
Those who do not bend break with this one. So stay self-aware, fluid, and flexible. On a social collective level, we need to use the wisdom of the past along with the facts of the present in order to choose wisely for the future. Saturn gets you present to what is in your life. It is asking all of us to look at how rigid we've become in certain areas of life. Let's look at the Aquarius department first. Look where we've been depressed and too exhausted to entertain any kind of purpose, let alone an altogether new purpose. Saturn points out where you lack commitment and dedication. So whatever needs the most attention in your 3D reality, that is where you start to deepen your dedication to doing better. Uranus, on the other hand, wants to present you with inspiration and creative solutions, but you have to be open and receptive to the new and unusual. Look to your Taurus house for the things that feed your body and soul and are beautiful and fulfilling to you, like gardening, hiking, photography, hobbies, or outdoor sports that help you like a moving meditation. They wake up your soul and activate the vitality in your body. So much of our current society pushes all these ways to escape, narcotize, and sleepwalk through life. The antidote to feeling oppressed is to feel free in your own body, the one thing you have control over. So start there. Change your relationship with your body and physical environment, and it will start to accommodate this higher level of consciousness that is emerging at this time. It is a very special energy that can help us anchor whatever is real and solid release the old and toxic, and open up to entirely new possibilities that only five years ago weren't even a possibility. So it's not easy. It's definitely change. It's definitely a struggle between the old and the new for us as individuals as much as it is social and collective because we know the tried and true that's worked so far, but it's not likely that a lot of it's going to work going forward. So we have to get creative and start improvising and trying new and different things. And let me just testify, because I am one of those people that when I find something that works, I stick with it. And I don't want to upset things that seem to be working. But what you find out, what we found out in 2020 is a lot of things we thought were working are not working and maybe never did. So it's really good for us to take this time to kind of break out of the rut, whatever rut you've gotten in. It could be mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual, but this energy is gonna force us to shift something so that we can be more comfortable in our bodies and in our environments. So let's not be mad about it. Let's not be upset at the, you know, the pressure that it does seem to awaken as well. Let's use the energies for what they're good for and allow the social and collective planets to kind of do the heavy lifting on the things that we can't always do for ourselves. So again, if you can just identify where you're willing to change, where you're willing to try a new and different way versus the old tried and true, just be willing and see where that leads. And I want to definitely keep this one short and sweet because the overview was a little bit longer. And that is it for really major activations that we need to look out for for the year. This is one of those audios I will send you back to during the months that it happens, which in this case is all January, then that February 17th, and then it'll be again in June and December, so six months apart. So that still is a really good checkpoint when you're listening to the overview for the year. I would always recommend that you review the overview for the year quarterly, you know, winter, spring, summer, fall just to see what strikes you differently and what jumps out as relevant. 
and to validate what you've already done and gotten accomplished and, and how far you've come. And I really want to be able to be your cheerleader in that way as well, because if you're listening to this, you're still co-creating and you probably have way more successes than failures if you really look at it and count your blessings. So this is going to be a really important year for us to choose as individuals, all these Mars activations, what we really want and what we really want to do, what we really want to be, what we really want to have. That's Mars's department, right? And linking up with all these other planets is helping us shape our desires in a way that's healthier and setting the tone for some long-term cycles, you know? So we want to get clear of what we, you know, usually we can get really clear about what we no longer want, what we don't want, right? So even if you have to start there, try to make a list of each, what I don't want, and just counterbalance with the opposite if you need to just trigger your imagination to get it going and prime the pump to get things moving in there. Just work out what you don't want and write down the opposite and then work on that opposite till you find the right language that really identifies what you do want and clarifies it a little more. And of course, reach out if you need to. I'm always available and I love helping people figure out their own cycles and patterns and what's going on for them within the current social and collective cycles. You know, it helps to know both, I just got to say. And some people, of course, are more focused on the individual. That's my focus. Some astrologers really focus on the social levels and some focus only on the big cycles of the collective movements. So it's just wherever you're at at this time. Like I said, if you need a little help figuring that out too, reach out if you need to. So those are our special alignments for 2021. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of my community. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.